When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sam McIntosh from Diamond Noise Agency. You're listening to Four Bands That Slam with Sam on The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm Sebastian Cosby, and tonight is another episode of Four Bands That Slam with Sam. Except for instead of four bands, we're doing three bands, and Sam has his game face ready. What's up, man? What's going on? Dude, so we got three bands instead of four. We're still super excited about it, and I think we're having a pretty good show. That's because I'm lazy, and I didn't want to get another one. I love your hat, man. I didn't even know you had hats. Yeah, we got hats, hoodies, zip-up hoodies, long-sleeve shirts. So if they go to diamondnoiseagency.com, it's right up there. I got a whole new line of T-shirts coming soon, graphic tees, um, you know, stuff that would be more wearable um, so we can do a little bit more brand affiliation. So, yeah, got to get that uh, merch hustle going. Got to get it going. I need to eventually get merchandise. I have no merchandise <laughs> like at all. I have I have stickers. I have a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a start. It's that's a, a start. The thing, the thing about merchandise is you got to make sure it's going to be profitable because uh, otherwise you're going to, if you use Shopify, Printful, or any of those other ones, you are going to pay like 26 bucks a month. So you got to make sure you make your money. Otherwise, you're just wasting money. So... And you, you got to have stuff people want to wear uh, on top of that. If, I mean, we see a lot of bands, and I'm like, eh, no, not so much. Well, my, my logo is a picture of myself, so I don't know how many people want to wear that. I know. I, you're very vain. You're very vain. <laughs> but it's a – you know, uh, Evan did a good job at, at that cartoon, so it's it's a great logo. It's actually not a bad logo. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I've been – the wife looks at it and is like, you look nothing like this. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I, I want to ask you, there's a lot of bands, and this has been on my mind for a while. I'll see a post on Facebook, and there'll be mm-hmm. someone saying, uh, share your music now for viral uh, post or viral radio show. And you'll have like a hundred bands on there that send the music. But then they're, but like, where are they, like, they don't even put on the post where the music's going. And I, I mean, are, is half that shit fake? I think it's fake. 
Are you talking about like like Spotify playlist and and um, just stuff like that? The radio promotion. There's there's a lot of actual legit, you know, online radio stations that are out there um, that want new music to added to their to rotation, new bands, new flavors of the week, so to speak. Um, so that way they can get more listenerships. No different than probably what you do as far as, you know, go out and find new bands so you can get new bands on the podcast and get new, new fans to the podcast, all those kind of things. Um, so there's a lot out there that do that. And there's the biggest one is the Spotify playlist. Um, there's a lot of people curating their own playlist through their Spotify, either through their bands, Spotify, through their, their company. Like, like a lot of people ask me, I was actually supposed to be doing one for diamond noise, but I just don't have the time for it. So at the end of the day, I, I have a playlist there. I just don't, you know, make sure it's updated every week and new people coming in so I can get new followers. I, I don't care about stuff. Cause if you're coming to my page to <laughs> look at fans we got a whole mess of problems i'm not doing my job and and helping you direct to to the bands but the biggest thing that that uh bands need to look for is fake bots these fake bots are being implanted into these playlists uh uh, these playlists and what ends up happening is you get on that playlist and then of course your numbers will go up and down depending on how many you know once you stop being on that on that how many people are actually but then you're never really going to truly gauge how many fans you have in that particular city so if you see certain cities like phoenix los angeles um new york buffalo philadelphia and there's a couple other other ones and it's like 10 percent of your following you got to ask yourself, do I really have those kind of followers in that city or is this a bot? And most likely it's a bot. And, and it sucks for booking agents like me because we use Spotify to help point us towards the direction our, our, we want our bands to go. So if, we, if they got a high number in New York City, we should be putting them in New York City because their fans are there. But right. if it's a bot, then we'll find out real quick. <laughs> once, once people don't show up to the show, so. <laughs> right? Well, I was—I guess I was more talking like um, the co- college radio, like the underground radio, because yeah. I, you because know, because uh. what I'll do is is I will go to a, a page and they'll say share, and it, it's an underground radio. I think it's called underground radio. And but then, but, radio. but then what I'll do, what I'll do is I will uh, I'll click on the profile. And then I'll scroll, and it's like all these different ethnic people. That is not what the profile picture looks like. And what's what's the point of that? Uh, it's just basically they're trying to get your information. It's no, it's fishing for bands, basically. So, um, yeah, these these a lot of there's like a uh, I think college radio underground is is the actual um, one that's that's out there fishing for information. They have. They're not sending your shit to college radio. If you want to do shineonpromotions.net, um, Rupam is, is the one that runs that one. Uh, there's a couple other ones. If you want college radio promotion or just old school, the city, find the college that you would think. Look at their radio station. Find out their format. See what they play. If your music fits that, reach out to the program director. 
that simple. It's going to take a little bit more work and you're going to have to do some work, but that I guarantee you, if they like your music, you will connect with that person a lot easier than trying to go through some, some hack of a, of a website that says they do this and do that. They're just trying to make money off you. There's a bunch of snakes and a bunch of oil salesmen in this industry. And I guarantee you, you will come across one it's, one time or another. It is bullshit. It's bullshit because you'll, you'll see like a hundred something bands just comment with their stuff on that. I'm like, dude, it's not even fucking real. And the thing is, I get, I get you, you want to share it on a post because a lot of people are posting, but no one is posting to listen to anybody else's stuff. They're only posting to hit, to submit their own thing. That's not like, hey, let's hear your music. It's, do you want to be on my radio? And so it just becomes a, it's just, it's, it's just stupid. I, I see bands do it over and over and over again. And I say, quit doing it. Stop doing it. And, and they still do it. But it is what it is. I think biggest factor in all this is is you have bands they're so hungry to get out there in front and have people look at them and that that's the name of the game there's so many bands matter of fact if i have a psa announcement this will be this if your band's not very good please stop because you're <laughs> making a lot of us that have good bands a lot harder for them to get in front of the line so people could see them because they're wasting their time with bands that have no that could care less about the music side, music business side of it. They just, uh, but I'm not a dream killer. So do you boo boo. <laughs> um, but man, I always, I always just keep telling to myself, there's gotta be a better way. And hopefully COVID had killed off a lot of them, but you know, once this touring gets opened back up, you're going to see them pop back up and everyone that, Things they can sing is going to be out making bands, and everyone that thinks they can play guitar or play drums is going to be, yeah, I got the hottest thing since like, no, you don't, <laughs> no, you, no, you don't, just stop. Hey, my my band, my band off. Just think the, about my band sucks, but we but we do it anyways. But we're not trying to actually do shit. We do it just for comedic relief and just to have yeah. fun. So it's yeah, different. have fun with it. If you're gonna have fun with it, don't pump pump any money into it. Let make it like an inside joke kind of thing. Or, you know, I get I get a lot of artists that like they're really creators. They don't care about it where it goes because they just want to create an art. Okay, that's fine. Create an art, throw it out there on SoundCloud, make it free for everybody. Don't yeah. worry about the money side of the. Um, don't worry about promotion. Uh, it'll naturally engage itself and share itself. And cause that's what music is. It's supposed to be an art form. So we just put a price tag on it, of course, so we can live off of it and continue to do it. So um, I, I think you know, that's, that's, I think if it's experimental, uh, I think it's more, I guess if it's experimental, it's more so just for fun than if you're like an actual band or like a rap artist or a pop group, experimental music, I think is just meant to be experimental and draw a different kind of crowd in. But uh, the first band we want to play tonight is Transient. So, and I know you That's know. That's right. Transient I'm... just released their. They just released their second song, um, off their off their out, upcoming album Aperture. Uh, look for a mid mid spring, I guess you would say, release for this. Uh, we're not putting a, a definite date on it. This call. This song is called This Heart. It was just released on Saturday. We have a video that's coming out. We had some fixing on it real quick, and of course, we're waiting for the premiere through a a well-known webzine, and that was me burping, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song is called "This Heart." Um, it's it's if you like Nightmare, you're gonna love this song as well. 
Let's play it right now. Then I got a couple questions for you about the band. Here we go with Transient This Heart. was transient with this heart those guys uh <laughs> those, those guys were pretty cool sam is always doing something that i'm not recording on the podcast whether it's banging his knee throwing up gang signs picking his nose or doing something, or doing something else he's always doing something funny i was counting you in 
Oh, that's what he was doing. He was counting That's I'm working at a newscast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, okay, back to Transient. Weren't these guys on Octane? Huh? It's all organic. That's all we know. Um, you know, we don't control um, how this 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 thing works called music. Fans must have probably said something. They got onto the playlist on Spotify which in turn got played live on Octane on satellite radio. So we'll take it at the end of the day. You know what? Nightmare was a, is a great song and it deserves to be listened to on a national level, if not on a world scale. Um, and that's ultimately the goal that we want. So, you know, but we don't know how it really all came about. We didn't pay for it. That's for sure. And uh, yeah. we'll take it. That is super cool, man. So, did Octane not need their permission? To, they, they, they're just allowed to play whatever they want? I think uh, I think once you're on the playlist, um, once it's released out there, it's just, you know, we're going to let let whoever have it as long as they do it legally. You know, so if they're doing if it's through the uh, Spotify, they're probably chiming into Spotify since it's all Internet satellite kind of thing so i i don't know i don't have an answer for you but uh did they tell you they were no once play? we release it fans were calling up or well well messaging the band members and saying oh my god i just heard your song on my radio on 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 octane and and we're like what wait what so, i don't remember this so. how did you get it how did you because i saw it on your facebook uh your stories you had videoed it while it was on octane so how did how were you able to go back and play it, or did you just happen to catch it? Uh, that was actually um, that came from Emmett's, uh, one of the guitarists for Transit. That was from his sister, so that was her video. So all all credit to her. Um, but that was her video, and then we just kind of it was shared in our message, um, and then we just kind of did it. I was like, oh, I got to get this out there. That's that's news. That's that's PR, baby, right there. Yeah, dude. I, so I did know you want to bring up a talking point about behavior on social media. So what is that all about? I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Well, I don't want to talk about behavior on social media. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, one of the uh, the biggest things I think bands uh, need to, I think we can take Trap, for example. Their downfall, if we want to call it that, uh, I, 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 I like to think that something positive came out, maybe came out of this. I don't see it yet. Uh, I'll let you know. Um, but, you know, when when you have per, your own personalities and your own ideas and your own opinions, it's okay. I We get it. We do kind of live in a very soft world right now, and everyone's easily offended. And it, But there's, there's got to be a fine line as a band in whole, and each member needs to talk about and discuss prior to uh, really getting out there as a band. And, and I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, managers we always discuss. It's like, hey, guys, you will not talk about these certain topics. Um, you will stay the hell away from, or unless you're that band, like a rage against the machine that you are very politically active and you are very outspoken and stuff like that. But as you can see, when you are outspoken about certain things in your own personal stuff, 
it's going to have some adverse effects to you, and especially when you start picking fights with people online. So, you know, choose which battle you want to do for the day um, and what hill you want to die on. But just keep in mind that you've got other band members and maybe investors and all these other people that are involved with this. So if you decide I'm going to insult half the world um, and, you know, destroy my band, um, you know, Hopefully your band will recognize it and be like, hey, dude, calm it down or get the fuck out. One of those two got to happen because you're going to destroy that band's name and that band's legacy. When Trap first came on the scene, they were hot. Uh, You know, I've met Chris before. Good guy. What Chris has turned into, which he's entitled to his opinions by all means. But I'm sure that's not everyone's opinion. And what ended up happening is people got turned off by trout and that's at the end of the day, they still release good music. Um, maybe not your music. Maybe you don't like them anymore, but now you got, you know, three, three, four other guys and investors and labels and all this kind of stuff that now have to go, what the heck we got to re- restart again. So you think that happened at all with Eminem when he said he was drawing that line in the sand. I think, you know, cause what could, because when you're, like and me even you know I, I don't talk politics on my page I made that whole joke about bands that I, I don't like nicknames and stuff but that was more of a joke to get to get people to laugh for the show but when Eminem said you know he's drawing that line in the sand he had a lot of people talking shit about him and he lost a lot of fans and that people that like they list because Eminem's not a political rapper really you know he, and since he's not political his, I, I would say not all of his fans are politically driven to him uh, for his music. They like it for different reasons. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that if your band is a certain way and you're staying out of certain topics, maybe just don't bring that up because it's not what the band image should be. Yeah. And and let's face it, M has always been, there's no filter on him. And, and actually, I think because he started out that way, it's been okay. I think he's been more quieter as he's gotten older and realized, ah, I don't feel like, you know, doing a beef unless it, I guess the last beef would be probably uh, Machine Gun Kelly because he brought up personal issues uh, about his daughter and all that kind of stuff. But um, and, and I don't even know why you wouldn't fuck with Eminem other than to try to get some clout because he will destroy you in his lyrics. So um, but he's never been the he's also never been the type to back down from something that he does believe in. Um, I remember there was a whole homosexuality thing back in the day because he'd have it a lot in his music. And then people were like, oh, he's a homophobe. And then you find out, no, he's not a homophobe. He just he's just a normal dude that raps about this kind of stuff. I don't think that would actually fit in today's world. No, uh, if he tried to come on the scene like that, uh, he'd be shut down immediately and, and probably taking off anything and LGBT would be like, you need to apologize. I mean, so, um, but to, to each his own and, and, um, and we're glad we still have Eminem today. I just wish he would make more music. And if you, if you're watching, make more music, man, make more music. (laughs) He, what is he like 50 now? Is he old? I don't know. He's like my age. Are you, are you able to, because now they have the COVID vaccine that just came out. Are these bands like super like excited? Like we're gonna get ready to fucking start playing again. Are your bands excited? I mean, it's what I just can only imagine their optimism with now what's kind of going on. Well, I I think uh, 
yeah, because we were told as soon as we get a vaccine, our world can go back to normal. So um, now that we got this vaccine, it's supposed to go back to normal. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't know if it'll go back to normal. Uh, but the the uh, the chatter on within the groups and and within within the uh, agents and stuff like that is that we're probably looking uh, springtime um, if everything works out. And of course, governments are just you know are deciding to open and shut down areas and stuff like that. So um, I'm hoping springtime we'll be able to return back to live entertainment. But I was also optimistic last time. So I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, I, I just now, here's what I do know. I will wait until they open it back up or have talks about opening back up. And then I will proceed with, you know, trying to book tours and put things together and stuff like that. Otherwise, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to harass, make my brain explode and my band's brain explode of, you know, cause they got to spend money on, on, on advertising and do a, there's a whole bunch of moving variables that has to happen. So yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but once they do fans, you got to go out to a freaking show. If you don't show up to shows, this shit goes away. It has to be hard being a band. I, I would only imagine how hard it is being a band manager right now. Like it has to be like the biggest struggle because what all can you do for the band? I guess you just p- push them to promote their shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You got to try to help them, point them in the right direction. At the end of the day, when you're a manager or, or an agent, uh, just a ma- in management in general, we're only really consultants. We don't tell bands what to do. They're, they're our boss. So, you know, we can only help them point them in the right direction going, okay, no touring. What do we need to do? We still need fans. We still need followers. We still need people looking at music. So we still got to create. And then how are people, you know, you know, uh, digesting their music or they're doing it online. Okay. So let's go online. Let's spend a little time. Let's either do the live show online. Let's interact with our fans through zoom would be a good example or, or just Facebook or Instagram live or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, it's frustrating for a manager. What's the worst part is is like how do you gauge how do you gauge online numbers when a lot of it could be fake? Uh, a lot of it could get no traction. Those kind of things, you know, hard numbers through a door at a venue is is a good example of what went right and what went wrong. Whether you didn't do enough advertising, whether the band's not hot, those kind of things. So it's frustrating, but it's just a part of the game. Yeah, what I'm trying to do as a podcast is I'm actually trying to get on other podcasting shows and be featured on their episodes. Because <clears throat> I think it's a good way to advertise each other, you know, to have other podcasters. And there's a lot of people that do what, I, what I'm doing. And you know what's weird about that is I'll find someone who has, not saying that I'm fucking huge. I mean, I, I finally hit a thousand likes and I'm like super excited about that, you know, like on my Facebook page. <clears throat> but I have some of these guys that have been doing this for longer and they have, you know, 100 or 200 likes. And I, I reach out to them because I, I like I like what they're doing. I started finally listening to some, to some other ones, and they never fucking. I send them friend requests. They don't reply. They don't respond to the friend request. I'll shoot them a message. They don't send me a message. I'll I'll comment on something. They don't even like my comment. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to you that you don't like me? It ain't about you're better than me, brother. It's like, look, 
I have some traction, you have some traction. Also, maybe let's work together and build each other's traction. And I reach out to the ones that don't have, you know, I reach out to the smaller ones that have one to 200 likes. Because I'm like, they're probably the ones that are going to more approve me. to. I'm not reaching out to Rob Nonpoint, you know, to be on his podcast. I'm reaching, and he has a different platform podcast. But I'm reaching out to other musical podcasts from all over. And I just don't get it, dude. I literally don't get it. I think... What that's it's actually kind of the same thing on the music side of the house as well. Um, when it comes to collabs, when it comes to uh, uh, managers, agents, band members reaching out to other managers, agents, or band members, you get a lot of people that will dismiss you right from the get go. That's why I make it my personal point to answer every email, to answer every message as much as possible it might take a day or two i might you know, or I, or I, when i do answer it i also try to let them down if i'm not digging it i'm not following it um like i said i'm not a dream killer so uh matter of fact i just had one in the email today didn't really dig their music but i appreciate that they reached out i just told them it's not for me that's it end of story but if you're not taking the time to answer your messages uh, either as a manager or as a, as, as an artist um, or a band or something like that, you're fucking up. You're fucking up real because it's the one thing that we could do and we can control is our interactions with our other human beings. You think jealousy has a big has a lot to do with all of that that we just discussed? Uh, probably. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's probably a hundred percent right. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of backbiting. A lot of jealousy is like. Uh, whether it's a, a bigger band or bigger eight or bigger management, there's a lot of hotheads in this industry. And there's a lot of people that think they're better than everyone else. And it's like, you know what? All right. If that's the way you want to think, that's fine. Um, and you're releasing good stuff. We'll give it to you. But, but again, it's about human nature and how our interactions between each other, we shouldn't, dicks like this so i mean i'm a pretty much of an asshole but i you know but i'm an asshole for reasons how you approach things and how i interact back with it so if you come at me with heat i'm gonna come right back with fuck you <laughs> you know you so, know <laughs> that's funny yeah, I, you're recording you're no recording i'm not that. No, I didn't i did i didn't video record that no i didn't i didn't but i did video record you picking your nose I did video record that. <laughs> I'm not recording it again. All right. What was it? I was going to say, you know, if a, if another podcast is out there, they got 10,000 likes, hopefully not paid for likes. All my likes are legit likes, you know. Uh, a lot of that's also, you know, thanks to Kick Rocks Entertainment. But I've been growing the show, and I, and I send an invite to like my page to every single uh, person that, that adds me on Facebook or I add on Facebook. But I also don't like it when I play, uh, like if I interview a band, and they don't share it. I'm like, man, or get, at least give it a like. At least like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to give a shout out to Seasons. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Seasons because uh, Nick from Seasons shared uh, our podcast. And dude, my Facebook went crazy today. He shared that shit. I got like, as soon as he shared it, I got like 75 friend requests. And that was awesome of him. Oh, okay. You know, you got 75 people that want to be on, on the show. That's probably what you got. That's, That's cool, though. I'll take uh, it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, you know what? Because I direct all my friends to like my page anyways. And if they're musicians, I'll probably keep them on my page as long as I can. Once you hit 5,000 
5,000 friends. You, you know, there's a lot of people I have that don't ever respond to my shit. Uh, and then I'll wind up probably deleting those if they don't, you know, if they're not real people and I don't know them and they're just like from some other weird country and I, they've never liked my stuff. Then I'm, Or I hate people that spam my Facebook page with like a fucking link that has nothing to fucking do with my podcast. Well, I'm pretty sure those dick pills, they want you to use those dick pills. That's that's the reason why they're manning your page. Otherwise, your age is getting up there. Uh, yeah, you might need to get that rock hard. Yeah, it's it's a, it's frustrating that, uh, you know, I just had a situation the other day with a, a band that's getting a lot of traction, um, um, especially on Octane, stuff like that. I reached out uh, and, and let them know that I appreciate... Uh, I reached out to the uh, the member. We'll put it that way. And I'm not going to put them on blast here on the show or anything. But I see that they've seen it. I see that they were responding to it. So now I have to ask the question is, do you have someone else running this page, running your own personal profile, not a page, but your own personal profile? Or are you just not wanting to respond? I, I try to make it a point when I add you as a friend that I'll reach out to you, let you know who I am, let you know what I do. That way there, if we ever get in the conversations, but and, and tell them the reason why I usually added them because I like their band, I like them, them their, their talents, their skills, or maybe there's people that I just find interesting, um, you know, the Cyclops dude with one eye. I don't know why I added him as a friend, but hey, <laughs> he's kind of brighten my day a little bit outside of music. Yeah. Oh, uh, we want. I want to play uh, the anchor, but before I play the anchor, I do also want to give. There's all kinds of bands I can give shout outs to right now, but I do love the fact that Jack's Diaries on their uh, Instagram page when I when I talked about them, played the last song. They took the time to make this whole story. With our podcast, I, they probably video screen recorded it, and then we're putting little inserts uh, in inside of the video of what we were talking about. And I and I didn't see that they ta- I didn't see it because I don't really Instagram that much. Uh, I got to get better at it. But that was super cool. That they did that also. So I wanted to also give them a, give a shout out to Jack's Diaries uh, for doing that because that was awesome. I love when to get love and respect from people that like what you're doing. It's really a good feeling to know that you're on the right path to doing something really big. And I like that. I really do. And a lot of it's thanks to you, Sam. You've been, like, between you and Candy, uh, both, the both of you have really helped out the loud spot. And I ask a lot of questions I ask now because you've been on the show. And you've taught me, I don't know if you realize that, but you said things on the show to me that I remember. And then I'll ask bands about that because you told me about how that was. So thanks, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I hope I'm educating. That's a, that's the whole purpose of this whole world we live in. So yeah, absolutely, we're supposed to educate each other. That's right. So what's up with the anchor? Well, right now the anchor just got done locking. They locked themselves up in the mountains of Colorado. Of course, they live in Denver, so it's not very far. <laughs> um, but they locked themselves up. They they wrote a new album, a new EP, I should say. Uh, so right now, I think they're finishing up on all the tracking for the scratch demos, and then they're going to then go into the studio, lay down everything. And so uh, I don't have any dates on when everything's going to be released. We're we're uh, we're trying something new. I'm just letting them be an artist. Uh, at the end of the day, there's a lot of other stuff going on, but uh, 
you're probably going to look for new music come uh, late spring, early summer um, from these guys. Um, and, uh, you know, fans have been waiting a long time for, for well, not a long time, a whole year. <laughs> a whole year. What's, um, the, what's the name of the song we're going to play? This song is Through Rose off their, their last EP or their last album, Breathe. Okay, well, here we go with the anchor. I'm not a 
All right, that was the anchor through row. So this band is one of the bands that you manage. Correct. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm their booking agent, and uh, you know, we started it off a, lo- a while back ago. Uh, four years now. Ooh, shit. Four years, I think. Um, and uh, they were handed to me by their label, and uh, they said, "Hey, do what you do what you can do with them." And, and we formed a, a good relationship and i fell in love with them um i fell in love with Lindsay and Corey and 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 all the guys over at the anchor and then eventually you know put them on the road coast to coast and uh i saw the interaction with their fan base uh very great fan base that just loves Lindsay and and Lindsay loves them right back um so you know we got a long road ahead of us uh we got the uk and mexico and um, but we were able to break them coast to coast in Canada. Um, and so there's more to come with these guys. And where, where are they from? They're from Denver, Colorado. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? You know what I realized? And I don't know why this is, but bands from other countries, what I'm realizing doing this podcast is they hate if you notice that they have an accent. They want to all not have an accent. I've talked to probably five or six different bands that want to be like, do I have an accent? And I'm like, no, <laughs> but they have a slight one usually, you know, like you can tell. You're like, Dale way, say, and that's the thing is, is like, I think, you know, I think you're probably thinking of Jackson, for example. No, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Actually, a lot of he uh, hates Jackson so bad. And I said, you're from Italy. dude. Just deal with it. I mean. We don't realize, but we have accents. Um, you know, I when I tend to stay home a lot, I get a more Hispanic accent uh, starts coming out just a little bit more. But if I spend time in the South, like the Carolinas or or the Dirty South, I start to I, I start to have that accent. Or if I spend time in Missouri or or you know anywhere in Minnesota, I start to have that kind of accent and just you know start to do that you know it's really ridiculous it's just especially if like someone like me who i when i hear things i start to mimic things in my head naturally has nothing to do with you so if you if you ever talk with me and you have an accent my brain will start mimicking it because it just wants to it wants that accent so you know uh i think the best accent i I like boston accents that's that's (laughs) You, dude, I, I was talking to a band, and I was like, yeah, your your accent, I'm not going to say what band it was, and they were like, well, you have an accent, you have an Oklahoma accent. And I was like, oh, that was meant to be hurtful. But I, I don't think I have an do I have a, Do I have an Oklahoma accent? No, you have a Southern California accent. That's in <laughs> Northern California, so it's even funnier because North and South don't really get along in California. Hell <laughs> so. yeah, bruh. <laughs> But it, but you also have that personality, the chill. What's up, dude? Uh, yeah, Michael Ninja Turtle accent. So yeah, it just kind of goes with it. Cause I always want to know what's up, dude. I always want to know what's up, dude. Yeah. What's, what's up? up? What's up, dude? <laughs> That's funny. Um, the last band, cause we're already like at forty six minutes of the podcast. Every time you and I talk, even on a phone conversation, dude, if one of us didn't hang up, it'd be like a five-hour conversation. I know. I think our, our wives would be very jealous, and they'd think we're screwing each other. 
<laughs> I can, dude, I cannot wait to come to Oklahoma and hang out and drink a beer with me. Do you like literally? When's the All next right. time you might come through? Well, you know, as, as a truck driver, it's kind of like on the win- I'll know within six hour time frame. Uh, That's right. When it- so, uh, what the fuck? I'm getting a phone call right now at this moment. Who's calling me? Let's play Who Is It? <laughs> who Is It with Sam McIntosh? Let's see who it is. Tell them. Goddamn telemarketers. <laughs> I got a phone call from one this morning saying my car warranty was past due. I, I know it's a telemarketer because they have my 928 area code in Arizona. And there's only one number in Arizona that calls me, maybe two, because my daughter hardly ever calls. She's She'll text me, she'll message me, but she's not going to call me out of the blue uh, to talk about anything unless it's an absolutely emergency. But it's just my wife. So I know when I see that 928 area code, I was like, you motherfucking phone. <laughs> and it's usually the same one. Car insurance, the, my car needs warranty. Yep. My old car has a, has a warranty. Um, I got, uh, I won flights to whatever destination they had. Uh, they just need my personal information um, so they can fish that shit out. Or, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Those those are the two. Oh, well, there was a healthcare one for the longest time. Oh, God. That, um, you know, uh, and it was my fault because I filled out the uh, ever-popular Obamacare <laughs> on and it just sold my information, and now they just use bots and stuff like that to come from where. And when I get phone calls from Minnesota, New York, New Jersey, I'm like, oh, okay, it's probably a band because my phone number's right on my freaking site. Yeah. Because I'm trying to make myself presentable and uh, easily accessible. Um, but yeah, most time I pick it up, and it's not what I who are who I think it's going to be. Yep, Sam. One thing I've learned about you is you are a very humbled man uh, that has done some some good things for a lot of bands that are doing some great things. And for you to have your phone number just on your Facebook page like that, for anyone to reach out to you, it's because you're interested and want to hear them. Because you never know what band's going to come around your way that you like and if you don't like them don't think i don't want anyone to think that you're arrogant it's just you know what you like because you're a businessman and i respect that and i appreciate that so uh, trust me oscar and the birdman is not hitting you up for any kind of bad management anytime soon brother you don't gotta worry about that i'll just let you know it's not for me (laughs) that if i ever tell you it's not for me i am not interested i can't sell this i'm not interested in it and I think that I'm just being real. I'm being honest. I can't, if I can't sell it, then, and I'm not interested in it, it it's just the way it is. I'm not going to have an enthusiastic approach about it. David, Tony, I told you your band was a piece of shit, and Sam just, just admitted to it. I did a podcast with him where I told him our band was a piece of shit the whole entire time, and I was fucking cracking up the whole time. No, your band's not a piece of shit. Man's not a piece of shit. You're unique. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're unique, David. You're a piece of shit. I need to be in a better band. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a piece of shit, too. My, literally, I can't fucking sing. I do my best. Okay. Let's talk about the band Hacktivist. I love that name, dude, Hacktivist. That's a cool name. Yeah, this is a band you need to pay attention to in 2021. They just released a song with Adam from Dropout Kings, not... Uh, I think a month ago, nice. maybe this month. Um, 
I think it's called uh, I'm Depressed or something like that. But this song was right before that um, featuring Kid Book, uh, Kid Bookie. Uh, this is the song that got my attention from these guys when they came. When they came, I mean, they were already on the scene. They're from the UK. Um, of course, I'm I'm partial to trap metal. I'm partial to gent. I'm partial to hardcore. I'm partial to metalcore. I'm partial to all these little elements. But I like their flow. I like their style. I like the the sound that they have coming out. And uh, this song definitely uh, armored core, which I think is supposed to be like armored car, um, is is uh, is definitely one of those songs that makes you go, okay, who are you, and and where are you from, and and what are you doing? And who is it featuring? Do you remember? Because I could look it up. Yeah. I just said Kid Bookie. Oh yeah, you said that. Okay, you said featuring Kid Bookie. Listen. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking. Nope. <laughs> I'm not making beer for you. I don't smoke weed, but I do. I do drink beer. But yeah, you did say that. But I was I was looking at the time. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Activist Armored Core featuring Kid Bookie. Right there, you go. I said it right. All right, let's jam it right now. Here you go. Hacktivist, fucking awesome name. Yeah. 
There you go with Hacktivist Armored Core. Dude, that song is really fucking cool. I like that you brought a different sound than some of the other bands you played on the podcast. You know, uh, it wasn't really metal. Although Jack Diaries is also very different. But they had kind of a rap rock kind of uh, kind of sound. Yeah, they, they call that trap metal. That's what they're calling that, trap metal. Uh, so they're a gent trap metal type band. Um, I'm sure they'll change styles accordingly to how what song comes about. And that's the way music should be. It should be a variety uh, difference. You shouldn't listen to all ska and punk the well, whole entire time. Well, I, I do. I, I think trap metal is probably my favorite genre right now. <laughs> hey, you try to catch me off guard. I'm gonna catch you off guard. No, I really, I, I really do like trap metal I like, though. I like opera core. Okay, so <laughs> oh. I like. Just kidding. It's <laughs> opera and metal together. There is a couple bands that have a really big following uh, that are opera core. They're not in the United States, so I think they're in another country. Yeah, I think I think the the operatic. Uh, metal scene is definitely bigger over in Europe than because uh, th- they've come across my desk a couple of times and across my emails and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not really, I can't, no, <laughs> <laughs> not happening, not happening. I want to talk about. I have a battle of the bands going on right now. I'm recording episode three of three. Uh, probably, I don't know. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I'm not quite sure yet. I'm trying to get the band uh, School for the Deaf. They're super hilarious to have on the podcast. We have really good energy together, and we vibe well together um, as far as podcasting goes. So I want to get them on there, and we're going to release the episodes uh, the the 23rd, 24th, and then Christmas Day the 25th. And we have 35 bands. I don't know if you saw that, but we have 35 bands we're playing. I didn't think I was going to get that big of a response, but we did. So was that a question or was that just gloating? <laughs> uh, I think it was just gloating. <laughs> I don't mean your dick, Sebastian. We know who you are. We know. Yeah, and, that, and congratulations on that. You know, uh, battle of the bands. Um, there's a lot of battle of the bands that go on, but uh, the thing is, the best thing that happens is cross promotion of fans. And people go, oh, I like this. I like this. And, and, and maybe pick and choose uh, certain bands that they listen to because their band is up there that they like. And then they end up finding new music. And that's how we have to live in this world is find new music. Don't listen to one thing and, and be all defensive about them. And like, my chemical romance forever, you know, or something like that. It's like, dude, there's other music out there that might speak to you. It might resonate with yeah, you. Yeah, there's a band that you might like on there. It's, I think it's the first song I played on the first episode. Uh, they're called As We Set Sail. So they're a newer band. I think you might, they're from, they actually grew up with two of the band members from like elementary school or junior high. One of them from like Little League. But they're, they're really, they're a really cool, uh, cool band. So, Check it out. I might send you a link to their music anyways. I want to thank Sam McIntosh for being a part of The Loud Spot. This is your third episode. I always have a great time talking with you. I continue to grow as a podcaster because of you. And I, I love our chemistry and our energy. And you're always a, a great time to have on the podcast, man. I need freaking ass kisser. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you, he hates, you hate compliments. You always hate compliments. You never know what to say. Yeah. No, I, you know, I don't take compliments. Well, uh, everyone knows that. Uh, my family knows that. 
Um, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. Don't forget to check out my page, Diamond Noise Agency, guys. You can also find me online at www.diamondnoiseagency.com. Check out my roster. Check out our other agents' roster. We're all over the, the we're worldwide. Still got to hit up uh, Australia and Japan. We're trying to lock in those kind of agents. But uh, bands, if you guys need help, um, feel free to reach out, email, uh, message. Uh, I wouldn't call. I would text me first. Um, don't just uh, out of the blue because maybe I'll think you're a telemarketer, as, as we probably discussed tonight. Um, but I'm always willing to to respond. If it's not for me, it's not for me. Don't get mad. That doesn't mean you have to give up in this industry. However, though, um, you know what you guys are, are capable of. But remember, I'm a businessman. I'm a manager at the end of the day. I want bands with those same kind of like-minded kind of things. And, uh, you know, check your attitudes at the door. I'm just a guy just like you are. Um, and I'm going to be working for your team if I if we choose to to work it out. Yep. Sam McIntosh, Diamond Noise Agency. This wraps up the Loud Spot Podcast tonight. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. Happy New Year's. Good luck to all the bands in 2021. Hope, hopefully you guys get back out there. Start playing shows. Sam, I don't want you to go anywhere. Stay right there. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Loud Spot. We'll talk to you soon, and we hope you listen to the Battle of the Bands. And on there, you can find out who to vote or how to vote and pick a band to vote for. The one with the most votes wins. You get a trophy, a free band painting from Recollection Graphics, Evan Chavez, one month of free promotion uh, from Kick Rocks Entertainment, and then we're going to make Sam McIntosh listen to your band. Good night, everybody. Peace out. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.